This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, at Wednesday, Jerry and Al with you for the post-show post-game podcast. How's we doings? Uh, a lot going on in the sports world. So Al said right before we came on, uh, before we get to some of the nonsense we're going to talk about, we should start with a sports story. So this is kind of a sports story. And what I'm, I got to be quite honest with you, frankly, I'm getting tired of. Do you remember in the Met Phillies game? I think it was Easter Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Do you remember the fan that caught the ball while holding his child? Do you remember that? It was yes. the game. I think Sean O'Sullivan pitched horrendously and the Mets scored like 9,000 runs. So that was like a big deal. And the guy and his wife were all over. And every time they showed him on camera, he was on the phone. Uh-huh, I was on TV. Okay, good. So we had it again yesterday in the Cubs-Dodgers game. The Cubs at the plate, a pop-up. I think it was Adrian Gonzalez or someone. I'm not sure. Comes over to try and catch the foul ball. And a dude holding his baby like it's a like a pepperoni. Like this big, literally, just the baby's like wrapped around his arm. He sticks up his arm and catches the ball right out of the glove. Nice catch. It was fair and foul territory. And this guy's all over the place. Enough, no? You're, you're sick of uh, fans. Well, you, this is what you said to me. You go, enough with the baby's... Foul balls and babies. Well, now I feel like we're trying to do it to get on TV. You bring a baby and hope to catch a foul ball. First of all, you want to bring kids to games. Go ahead. I I will be the first one to say go for it. I brought when Joseph was, I got to think, maybe 12 months old, something like that, or 18 months old. You brought him to the ballpark? I brought him to the Devils-Rangers playoff game that the Rangers won. Excuse me, that the Devils won. In overtime, Adam Henrique, hey, Devils win, right? And that was awesome. It was tremendous. It, it, but even I felt weird doing it because he didn't know what the hell was going on. And honestly, I was dragging him to a playoff game so me and Matthew could go. And it was tough on him, fine. So I, I'm guilty of it. And, but who brings a baby to a baseball game and sits there and feeds its bottle as you were holding it and nearly strangling it with your elbow? At least the baseball game, I think, is relaxing. Like, you have time it to is. feed the baby. Hockey game, that seems crazy to bring a baby to a hockey game. Well, we weren't sitting close, so I right. knew I wasn't going to get hit by a puck or anything. Right, you didn't have we to were, save your baby from a flying we puck. We were the 25th row. We were lower level, but we were 25th row. We were way back. So, I'm stupid. I shouldn't have done it myself. But, I don't know. These guys become I, good for them, I guess. They become stars. I The, the one I like better with the fan interaction was the kid at the Indians-Tigers game. I don't know if you saw this. So he catches a pop-up with with his hat. He's got an Indian T-shirt on, Indian hat on. And if you haven't seen this, take two seconds. It's kind of cool. Google uh, it. Just Google it, as a matter of fact. That's right. Miguel Cabrera is playing first base, and the kid starts yelling, Hey, Miggy, look what I caught. Hey, Miggy, I, go, I caught it. It's pretty. You can read his lips. And Cabrera starts going back and forth with him. And you can see a smile on the, on the guy on Cabrera's face. And so the inning's over or whatever. And Cabrera, I guess, was so impressed by the catch and got a kick out of the kid. He goes and gave him, if I have the story right, the bat he used in the first inning, 
and took his batting gloves off him and gave him to the kid. And the kid could not, he's like 9, 10 years old, yeah, could not have been awesome. happier. That I like. So pretty cool. That to me is pretty, that's awesome. Then also last night, I think it was last night or the night before, another bat went into the crowd. I did not see that. And a guy was fighting for it. And the guy got it. I guess you get to keep a bat if it I flies into the crowd. I did not think you could keep the bat. He went right back to his seat with it and no one came looking for it. See, it's interesting because I've been at games where the bat's flown into the crowd and security comes right out and usually what they do, uh, nine times out of ten, is they swap an unused bat for that game bat because ballplayers are crazy. Um, they want their bat back. But that's interesting. Do they still have bat day where all fans get a full-size yes. bat? There was bat day. I'm trying to think where the ballpark. You know, we watch. Where they all get these, that mini bat? No, we watch all these highlights every morning because we can't stay up till midnight. Forget the uh, West Coast games; that's no chance. And they always tell you, like in the beginning of the package, bat day at you know Comerica Park or wherever. There was one the other day. I don't know if they do it here at the stadium. Although I think the Yankees just had one actually. I remember in the '80s, uh, I went to bat day. It was when Strawberry was still on the Mets. Yes, and we got a, you get a full bat, and it was uh, painted blue. The Met Blue with the Met logo painted in orange. Sure. And I just remember being back on the on the subway going back to New York City, and we all, everyone had bats. Yeah, and sure. It just was, How about a riot breaking out? <laughs> yeah, it was just a weird vibe. Like, everyone on this subway now has a bat. Everyone's got weapons. Yeah. The problem with the bat day, really any of the giveaways, the giveaways are great. I love the bobbleheads. Those are kind of cool. The only issue with the, uh, the giveaway days, if it's a hat or a bat, you know, it's like you get this really cool bat. But the problem is you got Milwaukee's best running through the, right. <laughs> the entire barrel or Verizon or whatever it might be. But, yeah, Bat Day's still pretty cool. And also you got to carry it now. Like I remember when we went to David Wright Bobblehead a, a couple yeah. of years ago. But now I'm walking around with a bobblehead in a box the whole game. As opposed to getting it on the way out. Yeah, because if you leave it on your seat, people think those bobbleheads are worth something when they're not. Yeah, right. So people will steal your bobblehead. Big pain in the butt. Big pain in the butt, Jerry. Uh, Jerry, this Wednesday, I don't know if, if you've ever seen the ABC TV show called Wife Swap. Once. Thought it was the dumbest show I've ever seen. Oh, well, this is where you uh, swap wives. You don't get to sleep with the other person's wife, but it's just like you go live in their house for uh, two days or so, and they go live in your house for two days, and they, they try to do a fish-out-of-water type of thing where they take somebody who's really sloppy, and then they find an anal retentive clean person, and they have them swap wives, so then they go live in those houses, and hilarity ensues. Right. Well, they sometimes do celebrity wife swap. Nice. And this Wednesday, I guess everyone's excited for Vince Neal from Motley Crue. Yeah. He's doing a celebrity wife swap, although he only has a longtime girlfriend. He doesn't officially have a wife. He's doing a wife swap with one of the Nelson twins. You know the who the hell are the Nelson twins? Uh, they you know in the eighties the Nelson twins. They were Ricky no. Nelson's uh, sons. Nope. Oh, well, they kind of look like Vince Neil. Okay, but they're more clean cut, and I guess Vince Neil has a wild lifestyle, and these Nelson boys have a very straight and narrow, straight and narrow lifestyle. I got to thinking. What if we did Boomer and Carton show wife swap? Like we would um, have Craig come live at your house with uh, your wife and the kids, and you would go live at uh, Craig's house or vice versa. I think that would go well. That would go. I think that would be fun. I think that would go well. I'm going to try to. I might pitch that to CBS Sports Network. You're going to pitch our own wife swap. Yeah. I would just get some random girl to move into one of your houses. (laughs) <laughs> well, now, wait a second. No, that doesn't make any sense. Well, like a girl I uh, go on dates with. That you're with. dating. Yeah. But it's not wife swap, though. Yeah, but Vince Neal doesn't have a wife. So who's he swapping? His girlfriend? A long-time girlfriend, okay. in fairness, long I think time. You, I think you have to be seeing someone, if this applies to you, so you right. better get on this, at least six months. I can't just get, like, a random girl? or random. No. Okay. No, because then there's nothing to it. Right. 
But I mean, yeah, I mean, I whatever. I could swap my wife. For Whose house wife, of of the people who who work on the show? Yeah. Whose house do you think you could go to and fit in the most? Anyone. Any one of them. Anyone. The chaos of Craig's house. Anyone. The calmness of, I imagine, Boomer, and Boomer has a calm house. Mm-hmm. If you swapped wives with Eddie Scazzeri, you're taking care of, I think, five dogs. Training dogs, walking dogs, but picking see, up after prob- dogs. But the problem with that is I have zero expertise in that, and now yeah. I'm hurting the dogs. Seriously. No, but that's what would be good for the show. Well, Eddie's wife yeah. knows how to take care of the All dogs. Right, so she can do it. No, but what... The hilarity would be she would instruct you how to do it. All right, fine. Like, I've had I've had pets before. Jerry, you've got to give five does dogs not, honestly, a bath. Does not phase me. So you'd be into it. Yeah, I would do it. I don't know if my wife would do it. Yeah, I would do it absolutely. And I could fit in. And I honestly believe I could fit in anywhere. And do you think uh, who on the show do you think would have the hardest time fitting in at your house? So if they were swapping wives with you. Honestly, I don't think anybody would. I think my house is very easy. You're running that well, house nicely. Yeah, I mean, Kim does great mm-hmm. at home. The kids are easy to deal with. I like things organized and neat. Would I be able to come into that yes. house and take over as the husband? You would, you would have an issue with one room. We have a toy room that is a mess. I'm okay with a toy room. If you're good with the toy room. If it's concentrated in one area. Yes. Kim, she is a neat freak oh, in good. terms of washing clothes like crazy, washing dishes with the uh, the dishwasher. Good. Um, I do. I usually cook more than she does because she's not home at night until dinner. But I would say you would you would fit in just fine. All right, I'm going to pitch that to CBS Sports Network. Tyler. Well, we need to use a different name. ABC has the oh right wife swap. We can call it um. Boomer and Carton swap or something. BNC swap. BNC swap shop. But see, here's where that would go. That could now we didn't have to worry about the wife or the girlfriend. It could just be you live at my house, I live at your house. Could I get along in Basking Ridge by, yourself? by myself? Oh, every Jerry, day? it would be a dream. You would love it. I don't know. I think I would for about a day, and then I think I'd be bored stiff. Here's what goes on in my place. I've got uh, I've got a, a, a TV. Nice, I'm already com- bored. Nice, comfortable couch. Not interested. Got a keyboard. You could teach piano to yourself. Not interested. I've got computers. Okay. I've got a nice kitchen. Huh. You do some laundry, relax. Not interested. I've got a pool. Down you have the a pool? Road. Oh, yeah, the condo pool. Hmm. Have you ever Have you ever met anybody at the pool? Uh, no, I've been to the pool. I li- I've lived there eight years now. I've been to the pool. Last summer was the first time I ever went. Now, why wouldn't you be there every day? Like, I don't know. Who's there at one o'clock? Uh, it's actually pretty empty. Senior right. citizens and uh, uh, moms with kids, they don't know what to do. I with. would be there every day laying down listening to music. I guess, yeah. I've gone with the girls I've been dating at the time. So last year I went a couple times. So you, you're dating the old people. Well, yeah, and then, then moms it up, with children. Living it up, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all right. <laughs> I don't know what to do though once you're laying at the pool. Then then do what? You talk. You lay down. Have you ever gone on you've gone on vacation with women? Yeah. You go to a beach <laughs> to the pool. I know you have. Yes, I have. So you lay down, you drink, you have cocktails, you listen to music, That's you true. chat, whatever. You go you jump in the pool once in a while, you belly flop. All right. It's tremendous. I'll be doing that then. You should be doing that. I'm I gonna... would not get I honestly three days I'd be shot. I would be bored stiff. You'd probably get a lot more I'd sleep. I'd miss the hell out of my kids. Oh, that's true. And I'd be like, yes, I would get my, honestly, I would be, if I lived by myself, I, there's not even a doubt in my mind, six o'clock every night <laughs> I'd be in bed. Why is that funny? Because then we get up at 2.30. I know, but the whole day is shot if you're going to bed at 6 a.m. Not if I'm home at one, I got five hours. If I work a nine to five job, yeah. I'm up at six, I'm taking a shower, I'm grabbing something to eat, I'm getting on the train. That time is crap. That's garbage. All right? We agree? Agree. That, that's not part of a day. If I get on the train, if I leave work at 5, 5.30 with your lunch break, 
Maybe I get on a 6.15 train. Maybe I'm home by 8 o'clock. You're going to tell me I'm going to have five hours to hang out that night? No, you're not. There's no chance. That's true. By 10, 10.30, I'm shot. So I much one to, one to six, awesome. Awesome. Hmm. All right, now let's get to some uh, serious stuff here. And I'm worried about your health, actually. And it's not the hernia. Oh. It's not the, the hernia in your stomach. I mean, who the hell gets a hernia in their stomach? <laughs> well, that's not been apparently. confirmed yet. It's no um, STD or anything you could have had in the past or might have had. Nothing like that. I'm concerned. You wear very thin jeans, skinny jeans, as they call it. And I'm hearing rumblings and rumors that that might not be good for your health. Well, I actually wear slim jeans, Jerry. Same thing. Boomer always says skinny jeans. They are a little different. Not really. Yeah, skinny jeans are super skin-tight jeans. I wear Mm. slim fit. Slim fit are a little looser than skinny jeans, but a little tighter than your regular fit because I have very thin thighs. And uh, if I wear regular jeans, like the regular cut, they look at like baggy jeans on me. That's how I wear my jeans. Baggy. I like them baggy. Yeah. I like, I like them I a feel little like I'm comfortable. slimmer. See, I don't like Slim, it. not skinny. The skinny jeans are a problem. I was just reading that article. There was a woman who, who was wearing skinny jeans and she was squatting a lot. She was actually you know, reorganizing her underneath the cabinets in the kitchen. So, you know, you just squatted down. And I guess the jeans were so tight, it caused the nerve damage in her legs. Interesting. Yeah, because she was squatted with the skinny jeans on. Hmm. I've attempted skinny jeans, and I I honestly cannot get my leg through them, even me. So skinny jeans are basically jeans that hug your... Thigh. Right. And... Slimming jeans. Slim jeans. Slim cut. Give you some room. A little room, but, but there's less material. Less material than the regular jeans. So Very if you have thin thighs like I do, otherwise the ba- the jeans look like how we wore them in the '90s, the baggy jeans. How I wear them now? Uh, a little bit. Your jeans are a little baggy. Well, that's how I wear them. Yeah. You have a problem with that? Oh, then, now do you go regular cut or do you go? Um, I forget what they call that. Relaxed loose, fit. <laughs> relaxed. I don't loose. go loose. Okay. I don't go loose. So loose the, is too the, big. The biggest ones are loose. Right. Yes. Correct. Then, what what Relaxed. are yours? Relaxed. Correct. Then regular. Then slim. Right. Then skinny. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm on the relaxed side. Okay. Now, I, I just don't like the feel of anything else. The, the loose ones are ridiculous. I mean, you yeah. have to have thick legs to be thick. wearing those. You look sit like if you're wearing parachute pants. Or be honestly. a hip-hop artist. Yeah, they're not for me. Yeah. The relaxed fit and regular fit are what I have. I would say I probably have three, re- three regular and mm-hmm. three relaxed. I had for the longest time, I used to go boot cut. Because that was in, I think. That That means at the bottom of your pants, not as big as a bell bottom, but they they were wider to fit over a boot. But that is now out of style. How the hell do you know so much about jeans? I know because when when I wear the jeans out of style, people will begin to go, no one's wearing boot cut jeans. People, People, Jerry. I hang around people. I hang around young people, Jerry, uh, people in their 20s. Well, well, actually, when I date girls in their 20s, they're like, (laughs) these jeans. (laughs) These jeans are not jeans for this generation. Girls in their 20s. Late 20s, Jerry. You do have the life. I'm very excited about uh, doing your podcast soon. Late 20s, Jerry. Late 20s. Late. Well, you just said 20s. You didn't say late 20s. I'm going to say late 20s to be be better. So, um, yeah, they'll let me know that my jeans are out of style. All right. Uh, Lastly, Jerry... This story in the newspaper and on the news is the exact reason why I do not live in New York City. Couldn't agree with you more. I know exactly where you're going. I you, thought of you as soon as I saw the paper this morning. You live in the suburbs of Hazlitt, New Jersey. I do, and I love it. I live in the suburbs of Basking Ridge. You and I will never be attacked by a man with a machete, a rando guy with a machete here in New York in Bryant Park. He attacked a tourist with literally a machete and... 
this is not his first machete attack. I, I, it's unbelievable. Why is this man in the streets? I don't know. Two thousand. By the way, noontime. Yeah, noontime. Well, he's mentally ill. No, but I. Uh, this is why we don't live here. For all these people who say, you should live in New York. You're a single guy. You would love New York. No, I don't want to get hit by a machete out of the blue. That's not happening when I go to the AMP in Basking Ridge. Probably not. Not happening. It's also why, like, when Eddie gets on me for only doing a two, uh, two what do you call it, two-block radius for my parking. When we morning. look for car parking. I'm looking to get chopped up anywhere. <laughs> yeah, we all look for parking here in the morning. CBS doesn't provide parking. I don't think most businesses probably don't provide paid parking. Maybe they do. Uh, they do not here. So if you want to pay to be in a parking lot, it's like $500 a month. Minimum. Down here, minimum. Yeah, who wants to do that? Yeah. So we look for parking. There is street parking available, yeah. but sometimes you have to walk a little bit of a distance, and we park here at 3 o'clock in the morning. Not great. I, I, there could be a machete guy around every corner. Yes. So we, you and I, Jerry, we, we park in a very small radius yes. of the radio station. It's called two blocks. Yeah. And then we'll pay uh, whatever metered parking. Yes. Eddie sometimes will park an actual 20-minute walk. 20? 35. 35-minute walk in New York City at 3.30 a.m. He's Eddie's, a crazy person. Eddie's parks. Now, there have been events where I'll go home and get my wife on a Friday, come back into the city, and I'll come back in through the Holland Tunnel, head up, you know, whatever, into Midtown or something. And there have been times when I've driven past a block, and I'll say, holy crap, and she, what's the matter? I'm like, I know that block. Eddie parked there on Tuesday. And she'd be like, stop. I'm like, yeah, think about where the radio station that we passed a half right. hour ago is. And this is where he, and then he walks. Right. And he walks. I, I just hope nothing ever happens to him. It's just, it's nonsensical, to be honest with you. Listen, there is violence in the suburbs. Of course. But you normally know the person who's being violent against you. It's your husband, your wife, your ex, your blah, blah, blah. It's not random violence like what happens in cities. No, I mean, this poor woman, all she did was go do a yoga class. Right. She comes out, and she if you read the article, she said immediately she felt the guy following her. Right. It's, it was noon. Yeah. I st- and how about the fact, I'm driving through, uh, I was on Mulberry, did I forget where I was, on my way over here from the Manhattan Bridge, and this attractive, beautiful girl just walking down the block. Right. Oh, I By love yourself. that. Randomness. You're right. What are it's you doing? It's 3.51 in the morning. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> there could be someone in any, like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I don't understand. And she's trying to hail a cab at 4 o'clock in the morning. By yourself. Yeah, so everyone move to the suburbs. God. And you're probably in the suburbs. Most people that are in New York City don't listen to this podcast. Pro- I Probably not. I would think most people in the city don't. Well, never mind. I'm just going to let that go. They're busy watching it over their shoulders for trouble. Yeah. I, I think we're good for the day. All right, Jerry. Uh, have a great Wednesday, Al. Now, you and I will be taping a podcast. It's my podcast, but we're turning no. the tables, and you'll be interviewing me about my career. Correct, and I'm very excited about this. And then that'll be posted next Tuesday, so I look forward to that. Jerry, see you soon. Adios. Stars of the show, Al and Jerry.